Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. President Biden's program is frozen, at least until late winter. We'll get live analysis from Politico coming up at 710. More breaking news tonight. A Justice Department victory over Donald Trump in the Mar-a-Lago legal battle. Wall Street, the Dow loses 195, but the Nasdaq picks up 14. The S&P down 4. WTOP at 7 o'clock. Senate moves to avert a rail strike. The joint resolution is passed. President Biden on meeting Vladimir Putin about Ukraine. I'll be happy to sit down with Putin to see what he wants has in mind. Monitoring Hawaii's Mauna volcano. Very high probability that this lava flow will reach the ground. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Quick action in the Senate on a bill to avert a rail strike. On this vote, the yeas are 80, the nays are 15. One senator responded present. More from CBS's Scott McFarland at the Capitol. It's passed pretty overwhelmingly in the U.S. Senate one day after passing the U.S. House. Using a century-old law at the president's urging, Congress has passed into law the latest management offer to the railroad unions. It includes a 24% pay hike, some retroactive bonuses, but does not include seven paid sick days. The unions fought for that, but didn't get it today from the Senate. The bill now heads to President Biden for his signature. President Biden welcomes French President Emmanuel Macron to the White House, where the two have discussed, among other things, Vladimir Putin and his invasion of Ukraine. I have no immediate plans to contact Mr. Putin. But Mr. Biden clarified he would engage in talks if Vladimir Putin were intent on discussing an end to the war. If that's the case, in consultation with my French and my NATO friends, I'll be happy to sit down with Putin to see what he wants has in mind. French President Emmanuel Macron said he would speak with the Russian leader to discuss the safety of nuclear power plants. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. A win for federal prosecutors as a federal appeals court ends an independent review of documents marked as classified and seized from former President Trump's Florida estate. Trump's lawyers argued that the former president was entitled to have a so-called special master conduct a review. The Supreme Court says the Biden administration program to cancel student loans will remain blocked for now, but the justices have agreed to take up the case in late winter. Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson. The arguments that the states are bringing against the student loan forgiveness program are that, in fact, it goes beyond the power of the administration. And granting this relief will actually hurt the revenue of some states. A spectacular sight, but Hawaii's erupting Mauna Loa volcano may now be threatening a main road. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti is near the volcano. Mauna Loa continues her fury. Two active vents are shooting fountains of lava into the air and feeding glowing rivers of molten rock down the mountainside. Stocks end mixed on Wall Street. The Dow closed down 195 points. The Nasdaq gained 14 points. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 703 here on WTOP. It's Thursday evening, December 1st, 2022. 38 in Reston, down to the 20s in places again tonight.
Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. A man wanted for murder is under arrest by Fairfax County Police. And as WTOP's Christy King tells us, it's not clear whether an $11,000 reward announced just yesterday made a difference. Scuff marks on pavement and disrupted foliage shows where his car came to rest in a shallow ditch. Fairfax County Police say they got 43-year-old Kion Omar Braxton Trot McLean after staking out his car, seeing him trying to engage, and he took off before police ended the chase with a tactical maneuver. Arrested on Colonial Avenue just off of Old Mount Vernon Highway here in Mount Vernon, Trot McLean also is from Mount Vernon, and the man he's accused of shooting to death was killed here. After Brandon Wims was killed October 2nd and police were pursuing Trot McLean, they say he was playing games with them, even calling 911. At the police Mount Vernon District Station, Christy King, WTOP News. Virginia has its first death from MPOX. That is the new name for monkeypox. The state's health department says the patient was an adult who lived in the state's eastern health region. No other details provided. Health managers say you should contact your health care provider if you have fever, chills, swollen lymph nodes, or a new unexplained rash. And people who might have been exposed to MPOX should receive the vaccine as soon as possible to reduce the chance of developing it. Again, an explanation from the World Health Organization, MPOX, the new term internationally for monkeypox, and it is spread through close person-to-person contact. A woman is in critical condition after an early morning fire that gutted a townhouse in Odenton. Two homes are now unsafe to occupy. The Anne Arundel County Fire Department says flames broke out soon before 2.30 in the three-story townhome on St. Michael's Circle. That's near Fort Meade's main gate. The 67-year-old woman suffered burns and was taken to Bayview Medical Center. Another person in the house suffered smoke inhalation. Investigators are still looking for the cause, but they say the fire was driven by high winds and spread to the home next door. Residents of both buildings are now without a place to stay. It took 80 firefighters to get that fire under control. Now 705, some vets suffer invisible wounds that can be deadly if left untreated. But Maryland hopes a free course will help doctors spot service members at risk of suicide and help them get the mental health care they need. For military members, especially those that are active duty, there are things that may make them hesitant to seek help during a mental health crisis. Security clearances or the ability to do your job. But studies have shown more than half of the military members who have attempted suicide have done it within a month of visiting a primary care doctor. So Joy Ashcroft, director of Maryland's Commitment to Veterans, says the free online trained military assistance provider program for doctors offers training to both the doctors and their staff. We want to equip them with military culture knowledge and how to address barriers to care. The course is also available to others who help veterans. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. How much would it help people if all Metro bus rides were free? Next week, the D.C. Council will take up a bill that would do that. The chairman of the D.C. Council, Phil Mendelson, says a vote will come on Tuesday on a bill that would make all Metro bus rides in the district completely free starting next July. He and Ward 6 Councilman Charles Allen say it would have a huge benefit for working class district residents who are often the ones riding the bus. 70 percent are earning less than $50,000 a year. There's also funding to make Metro's busiest bus routes in the city run 24 hours, and the hope is to start subsidizing Metro rail trips for all city residents in the coming years. We can make a dramatic improvement for low- and middle-income D.C. residents. At the Wilson Building, John Dome in WTOP News. Increasing tension and drama tonight involving President Biden's student loan forgiveness program, and the Supreme Court is now directly involved. We'll go live to Politico in a few minutes. Stay with us for your whole drive. Listen at home on your smart speaker or the free WTOP app. 707.
Happy holidays, babe. What? We agreed no buying presents this year. Yeah, that's why I made you something. Oh. A holiday sweater. Try it on. The neck's a little tight. Wow. You look, uh... Itchy? Do I look itchy? I mean, you're breaking out a little. I'm sorry. I gotta take it off. It's too narrow. I'm stuck in the neck chimney. Itching for the perfect gift? Gift a little excitement with holiday scratchers like Holiday Cash Drop and Festive Riches from the Virginia Lottery. Please gift responsibly. Silver Diner has opened its first location in D.C. Visit Silver Diner today at the Navy Yard, a unique two-story location featuring Silver Diner downstairs, Silver Social upstairs, located across from Nats Park with healthy items as well as diner classics. At Silver Diner, enjoy all-day breakfast, lunch, and dinner with options reflecting today's lifestyles. Vegan, plant-based, and gluten-free. Visit SilverDiner.com to learn more and see the 19 locations in the DMV. Eat well, be well. 708. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and we go to Steve Dresner. And good evening, Michelle. We will head to Maryland, Prince George's County. We're still backed up on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway. We were dealing with crash activity in the area of Route 1 and College Park. Looks like that's been shouldered. Still a bit of a delay. Back to the BW Parkway. Montgomery County, you can expect off and on delays on the inner loop. Coming around the uh, big uh, curve, rather, up through Connecticut Avenue, and there's no letting up till really get to the area of I-95. 270 northbound, residual delays left over. It is a bit slow from Gaithersburg up to Germantown, seeing a bit of a delay on the northbound side of the BW Parkway beginning right near 410 and Riverdale through the Beltway. A better ride once you're north of 197. No problems to report on 95 between the two Beltways. Traffic moving much better in both directions on Route 50. Currently at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, two-way uh, traffic pattern has been discontinued. So over the westbound span, it's two to the right getting by and two lanes open. In westbound. In the district, still backed up both directions on DC 295. The northbound side, right before Eastern Avenue, looks like we're still dealing with a crash block and a lane. A bit of optimistic news, if you will, right near Benning Road. Earlier crash activity moved to the right shoulder, but still one big delay all the way back to the area of Pennsylvania Avenue. Northbound 395 inside the 3rd Street Tunnel also jammed up roughly Massachusetts Avenue all the way down to the light in New York Avenue. And we still are very slow outbound on the Suitland Parkway. We've had a long-standing broken-down vehicle from like 5.15 in the afternoon, but outbound at Stanton Road. We still have it last report. The left lane block causing a bit of a delay. We're jammed up inbound 14th Street Bridge on uh, to the freeway. A much better ride once you're crossing the exit for the 3rd Street Tunnel. Things do ease up. No problems uh, outbound 14th Street Bridge into Virginia. Express lanes on I-66 bring you faster, more reliable travel. Learn more about using the lanes by bus, van, pool, and toll-free carpool at transform66.org. Steve Drisner, WTOP Traffic. Find out about our forecast from Chad. Clear skies, chilly tonight. At least the winds will relax so we won't have that wind chill to deal with. Temperatures in the low 30s downtown, low to mid-20s in the suburbs. Up to 50 on Friday, rain late Friday into Saturday, midday. 
and then it'll end. Temperatures near 60 and only in the 40s Sunday and Monday. I am Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. 42 in Roslyn and at Farragut Square. It's 38 in Laurel. Lows tonight, low 20s to low 30s. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good to have you here tonight at 7-11 and new this evening. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed now to decide whether the Biden administration can go through with its student loan forgiveness program or whether the White House overstepped its authority with its plan to wipe out billions of dollars in debt. Let's take you live tonight to Politico education reporter Michael Stratford. And the case won't be heard until late winter, but in some ways, does this already feel like a loss for the Biden administration and all those eager borrowers because this loan forgiveness program remains frozen? Well, it certainly means that the debt relief that the administration has promised won't be coming, uh, at least for the next few months. The Supreme Court today said that the uh, lower court injunction against the administration's plan could remain in effect for the next several months as it takes up the merit of merits of the case. Um, so borrowers won't be seeing any immediate relief. Um, but what the court ultimately decides, of course, we don't know yet. Any sense of what they may decide? And I realize that's a dangerous question. We can't predict the future. We don't know how it's going to go. We do know there's a conservative majority on that court. That's right. There is a conservative majority uh, majority on the court. But at the same time, this is a uh, novel legal question. The administration uh, Education Department has never before tried to use this legal tool to cancel large amounts of student loan debt. Uh, it's an unprecedented situation. The administration says this is an emergency power it has because of the lingering effects of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, so it's, again, unclear what, what's going to happen when the, when the justices ultimately take up this question. Well, of course, as you say, a lot is up in the air, but what is your advice for people who have student loan debt and got excited earlier this year when they thought some or all would be gone and who are now in limbo? That's right. Tens of millions of Americans have already heard from the Education Department that they have been approved for the administration's plan to cancel ten or $20,000 of student loan debt from their accounts. Uh, the good news for borrowers is that the administration has said that while the Supreme Court considers uh, this case uh, the, the pause on payments, which has been in place since the beginning of the pandemic, in March 2020 will remain in effect. So borrowers likely won't have to make uh, payments on their loans uh, for at least the first half of next year. Um, and of course, they'll have to watch closely what the Supreme Court does and ultimately what the administration decides to do in response to that to know what's going to happen to their to their loan debt. Because you cover education and so much related information comes across your desktop every day, is there something else related to this that's kind of hanging out there that not a lot of us know about? A final thought that you would add here in a few seconds. Well, the, the student debt relief plan is not the only part of the administration's plan to address, address student loan debt. In the coming months, we're going to see a plan that is separate from the outright cancellation, but limits the monthly payments that borrowers uh, will have to pay uh, across the board going forward and limits uh, the interest accrual on those loans. So that could be another uh, important program for borrowers separate and apart. For, for This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. 
Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.